You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. We finished 1 Thessalonians. So we want to read now the first verses of 2 Thessalonians. Now, of course, you're here for the kind of brilliant insight that tells us that it's to the same audience. And it's a letter that followed the first one. It followed the first letter by, we're not sure how long. Some think as short as six weeks, from letter one to letter two. And some think maybe as long as six to nine months. So in the scholarly commentaries that I've seen over the years, that's sort of the range. Six weeks on the short end, six to nine months on the long end. I'm guessing it's somewhere between those two numbers. But Paul wasn't far away. Uh, Paul was just down in Corinth. Uh, It's just a a week's boat ride at most. Uh, Communication between the places uh, would have been fairly convenient, fairly easy. But the the brethren uh, are facing in the second letter a real step up, evidently, of the persecution that marked their conversion. We go again back to Acts 17, and we find out that there was persecution uh, and resistance to the gospel from the first in Thessalonica, and Paul and his companions were driven out of town. And so in the first letter, that doesn't make a great deal of appearance. It's referenced, but it's not a central theme. And so either the persecution flared up real bad, or it just continued so that the general letter of encouragement and, and, and uh, uh, Christian teaching and morality of the first letter was insufficient to deal with the situation. And so under persecution, as we'll see in verses 3 and 4, these brethren were continuing and Paul was so grateful. So we have an opening that's just nearly word for word of the first letter. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the church uh, of the uh, Thessalonians in God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So very common and standard uh, opening to uh, a New Testament letter. Maybe a little more direct uh, and, and shorter than others, but very common. But again, second letter, and they obviously knew these folks. Now, we get to the heart of it and why we're going to have the teaching that follows. We ought always, verse 3, to give thanks to God for you, brethren, as is only fitting, because your faith is greatly enlarged, and the love of each one of you toward one another grows greater and greater. So, boy, this sounds like it's great. The Their faith is growing, and their love is growing. We have enlarged faith, and we have growing love. What more could you ask for in a local church? You might desire some peace uh, outside. What we find, and one of the reasons why I think they clung so tightly to each other, and one of the reasons why I think that they needed that growing faith was because of the situation mentioned in verse 4. Therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you, among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions 
which you endure. So that growing and enlarging faith and that growing love was in the face of persecutions. And we have the word perseverance, affliction, and endurance to go along with the situation. And so these folks were being severely tested. It seems like they had been from the day they first believed. And it's still going on. And so that's why we're going to see, a little teaser for next week, the plain indication of God's righteous judgment against those who oppose you, against those who, against these people who have been uh, so good and so, uh, uh, you know, inoffensive in any normal sense to to the community around them has been the subject of their ire and their persecution for so long. And so Paul says, you guys have done great. But I want you to know now, and he, t- he gives them some, basically some theology of endurance, some reason to continue. The, the, uh, uh, the facts, the gospel facts that help order their understanding of these problems that just continually get heaped upon them. These things that they have to persevere and endure, these things that uh, are meant to destroy their faith, Yet their faith keeps growing. And so it's really a message of comfort and assurance to believers. But the passage here that's going to be the next paragraph for next time, it's really almost akin to Romans 1 in its severity toward unbelievers. It's one of the more severe passages toward the rebellious unbeliever that we find in the gospel. Romans 1 and 2 Thessalonians 1 will be those two most severe passages. And if we need to understand why it is stated so starkly, why it is put so uh, directly, it's to encourage these people who these others are trying to destroy. They're trying to destroy the people of God. And God says, there's going to be judgment. There's going to be a recompense. And so be on the side of those who have the faith in Jesus Christ. All right, with that then, look forward to a dark yet hopeful passage at the same time for next time, and that tone through several of the uh, major themes in the book, Second Thessalonians, as we go on. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at Mulvane Church. Dot com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.